Hello, everyone. Today on the podcast, we're talking about how you can always guaranteed 100% win. Hi, welcome to Happy Healthy Human Radio. I'm your host, Samantha Attard. I'm coming at you from the beautiful Washington, D.C. I'm an Ayurvedic coach, yoga instructor, and doula, sharing with you all the things I am learning about and teaching about in my everyday so we can all find just a little more balance, bliss, and confidence. I am so grateful that you're all here listening to this podcast. And if you do enjoy this podcast, please do subscribe. You can also rate and leave a review over on Apple Podcasts. And if you want to pay me the highest honor possible, you could indeed share it with a friend. And I would truly appreciate it if you do. Fun things happening around the world of Happy Healthy Human. We've got our Saturday morning basics yoga over in Boston. You can also catch me during the week at... Uh, spark yoga, teaching vinyasa on Monday, Tuesday nights. I've got a prenatal class on Saturday afternoons. And I'll be having a workshop coming up over at Take Care Shop on June 27th. As of right now, the tickets aren't available, but I think by the time you are listening to them, they will be. So make sure you head on over to either TakeCareShopDC.com or BeHappyHealthyHuman.com to check out your tickets. Oh yeah, the workshop, what it's about, duh. It's about mindfulness during pregnancy and childbirth, and it's about preparing mind and body for pregnancy and childbirth, losing all the lessons that I've learned as a doula from my Ayurvedic coaching, from teaching yoga, and understanding the body. Uh, We're bringing together a lot of body and mind to feel really confident with all of the very crazy changes that are happening in your body during pregnancy, and then also, of course, some labor prep as well. So it's going to be a really wonderful night. Becky, the owner of Take Care, is going to be doing some facials, like skin consultations, because I know skin can get a little crazy during pregnancy. Um, It's going to be really awesome, and I hope you choose to join us. So again, that's June 27th. Find that information over on TakeCareShopDC.com or on BeHappyHealthyHuman.com. Thank you so, so much. So let us get into it. So today, we are talking about how you can 100% always win the game. So I'm going to start with a little story. Um, so I'm gonna let you know my age. I'm 30. Yeah, 30. So when I was in middle school, I think it was about middle school time. And if you're of similar age, be curious to know if you experienced this too. There was this game. So there was this game that we were all playing in middle school. And here's how the game went. The game went that if you remembered that the game existed, you had to say out loud, mm, I lost the game. Because if you remembered the game, you lost. And then, of course, when you say it out loud, like that forces everyone else to be like, oh, no, I lost the game. Oh, I lost the game. I lost the game. And so, like, you would do that. So maybe for a day, you know, you'd lose the game every 20 minutes, every 40 minutes. But then there'd be a couple days where you don't really think about it. Okay, okay. And then a day would go on. you go, oh, I lost the game again. You know, it would pop up over the course of days and weeks and months. Um, and... You know, even as a seventh grader, eighth grader, I was like, this is kind of bull. Like, I'm not into this game, this game that we are playing. And I was like, no, I I have having my own rules. And if someone says, you know, I lost the game, I, was, and I would say, oh, I just won the game. And so anytime that everyone said, oh, I lost the game, I'd be like, oh, I just won the game. Yes, yes, I won the game. Right. And I wouldn't, you know, like kind of be 
a dick about it. I wouldn't, you know, if I remembered the game, I wouldn't say, I just won the game so that everyone would feel like they lost because frankly, I thought this was an awful game to begin with. But anytime someone, everyone's going around, I'm like, oh, I lost the game. I'd be like, I won the game. Yes. I chose to win because I thought this was crap that we were sitting here and like lamenting this fake arbitrary thing that we've created. And I said, I'm going to change the rules. I'm going to win because, you know, that would feel better. I'm not going to sit here and feel bad that I lost some game that doesn't even matter. I'm going to win this game. And in that context, I mean, I actually got a lot of crap for it, but also in that context, it was really safe for me to change the rules and to say, you know, what, I'm going to win the game because, I mean, who, you know, your good friends, like how much grief are they going to really give you? It's not, it's not that dangerous of a situation. It's a really safe space. Just be like, oh, I won the game. But I've been thinking about this recently about how much we feel like we're at the mercy of someone else's rules, right? We are handed this set of, of rules and things that we take to be a, great, a given in the world. And, and, and we say, we, we treat them like a truth. Um, apparently there's a lot of construction happening on my house right now, so I apologize for any excess noise. Um, Suddenly noises are coming from everywhere. But, uh, but we, and this actually, I'm just realizing right now, this comes up in um, Gabrielle, uh, oh my gosh, what's his name? The Four, the Four Agreements. I'm sorry, I can't think of his name right at this moment. Don Miguel Ruiz, there we go. Uh, the the uh, Four Agreements, right? And he talks about these agreements that we've come to have in our world, that we've all decided X, Y, and Z are right or wrong, or this is how we're going to be in the world. And it's kind of the same. Like we decide, like if we break up with someone, we obviously have to feel really beat up about it. Or if we lose our job, we have to feel really awful. Or if we don't meet a goal, then we suck. Like we have all of these agreements or rules that we've created and we feel like, oh, this is just the given. This is what it is. But, you know, I believe, and we're going to get into some of why this is, we have the ability to change it. Just in the same way in this little game, I got to say, mm, I win, right? We get the ability to choose what is winning and what is losing and how we respond to all the different situations around us. Um, this originally, this thought was prompted in my head this week because I asked my husband, Sean, on Monday, I was like creating a new yoga sequence. I'm like, hey, what should I teach yoga about? And it was this like super gray, rainy day. It had been kind of gray for a couple days in a row. And Sean said, you should make a yoga sequence about how to keep people, like how people can be happy even when there's bad weather. How people can be happy even when there's bad weather. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's a great one. Okay, see you, hon. Like, and went off to work. And I sat down and I started like thinking about this concept. And the first thing, uh, well, first off to say, um, I, I totally get it like, you know, bad, bad weather, why, um, how we are impacted by bad weather. Like, I totally get it. Like, we know seasonal effectiveness disorder, like that it exists. Um, Ayurveda teaches us that we're definitely and deeply influenced by our environment. And, and so this is true. If it's really rainy outside, we might feel a little lower level of energy than if it was bright and sunny. And like, like, that's just, that's okay. That's kind of like a, chemical scientific law that is fine but what ayurveda doesn't say 
is that we're powerless against it. Okay, it's rainy. We might feel a slightly lower level of energy, and that doesn't mean we have to stay there. That doesn't mean we have to give in to what it is that we're experiencing around us. So we can choose practices that bring us into balance. We can change the rules, right? Rain doesn't have to be a bad thing. I mean, first off, we just precision of language, right? Like, is it actually bad? Or is it just uncomfortable? Is it a slight annoyance? Does it make something you have to do harder in your day, like maybe you're getting groceries or something? Like, so it might disrupt plans. It might change how you do your day. It might uh, impact your energy, but it might not be bad. And I have a blog all about that if you're interested in precision of language. So just throw that over there. But, um, but if we go beyond, okay, is this good or bad? And it's say, okay, it rains. That brings me into slightly lower energy. Well, then let's just commit to actually bringing us into balance. If you know you're impacted by the weather, man, it really sucks if your solution is, and so then when the weather's bad, I'm not going to feel good, right? Like that's a bad rule. That's like losing the game. That's saying, oh, shoot. Oh, the weather's bad. Oh, someone else said they lost the game. Now I lost the game. Oh, weather's bad. Now I lost the game. No. If you feel super down on the day that it rains, can you play some really good songs, wear some specific like bright clothing, say affirmations, call a person, like create a rain day ritual that means that you win when it rains. Like when it rains, oh, I get, um, I'm trying to think of something that's healthy because I'm like, uh, I, like maybe you get like a latte versus a coffee or, um, or yeah, or you like buy yourself like a green juice or see so like, there we go. Like talk about something that brightens you up and like gives you like vitamins and nourishment and feels kind of summery, right? So like you can do things that turn your quote unquote bad rain day into a day that's worth it. Like maybe you don't like these rainy days because you don't uh, like to, you can't like go outside for your usual walks and, and something like that. Okay, so maybe you find a really, I don't know, maybe like you're actually, you love soul cycle, but you usually can't afford to, you know, do $35 classes every, every day. Awesome. Fine. But what if on those days that it's really rainy, you can't get outside, then you do soul cycle. Like what if that's your treat for it being a rainy day and you can't take a walk? Like how, like what a small price to pay for 24 hours of bliss right? Like is 24 hours of bliss worth $35? I would say so. I think so. Um, so instead of being at the mercy of the weather, you find ways to create your own rules. You find ways to win. You get to completely change it up. It's so, so beautiful. Um, and like, even just like thinking about it, I'm like, you feel so like empowered, right? Like how wonderful does it feel to know that, uh, you know, when this thing happens that you have absolutely 100% no control over, you can still make it a win. You can still turn it around. You are not at the mercy of your environment. You're impacted by your environment, but you're not at the mercy of it, right? Can you hear the distinction there? Impacted, not at the mercy of. Oh, so, so good. Um, here's another example of rule changing that I've been using recently. Um, maybe this one will hit home. I'm using this in my yoga practice. Uh, 18, almost 19 weeks pregnant. Uh, my practice is really, really funky. I've been pretty impacted in my yoga practice by my pregnancy. Who knows why? Just my life. Okay, cool. Um, and obviously there's a lot of changes going on, but 
Um, but I feel, you know, yoga feels different now than it used to. And I've kind of, again, created my own rules. So when I have to grab a child's pose in the middle because frankly staying in down dog's not gonna work for me anymore, or if I use some blocks and have to modify my pose, like instead of being like, oh gosh, God, my practice has just changed so much. This stinks, right? Like instead of like getting all caught up in how things used to be and how they are now and my gosh, like I have to modify, like, oh my God, like Samantha, you've been practicing for 15 years. You're a yoga teacher. Like, and this is all you've got, right? Like those are the words I could be saying in my head and probably, you know, between you and me have said in my head. But instead, <laughs> my new rule, my new changing, making my own game is when I grab a, child, a child's pose or a block, I say, yes, yes, like hands up in the air, yes. <laughs> Look at me knowing what my body needs. Look at me honoring what my body needs. Oh my gosh, this is so cool, right? Because actually, like uh, Brian Johnson, who's a coach of mine, he uses this fabulous term and it's, it very much relates to this. He says, it's a reverse indicator, right? So we might think that doing child's pose or a block indicates weaker, not as good, giving up. And I'm going to say, no, it's a reverse indicator. It means I'm doing something right. It means I'm honoring my body. It means I'm protecting my body. It means I am being brave to do something that wouldn't be my natural inclination, right? A reverse indicator. Like how cool. It might have been an indication that something was wrong in the past, but actually it's an indication that something's right. It actually is an indication that I'm doing exactly what yoga asks, which is to honor ourselves. So cool. Changing the rules. So important. So let's bring this back to Ayurveda um, because big surprise, Ayurveda teaches us this. Big surprise, it shows up in this ancient wisdom that we uh, don't really think about very much. So in Ayurveda, we're all born with a very specific set of talents and fears and issues and wins, positives and negatives, right? Depending on the kind of the elements that you're made up of, depending on your dosha or your constitution, you're going to have specific strengths and weaknesses, both physically and mentally. You're going to like different things. You're going to need different things. Now, uh, Vasant Lad, who's a very famous Ayurveda teacher here in the United States, you know, he has this beautiful quote, which is, um, vatas are weak. Vata is one of the doshas. Uh, if you're not familiar, and if you aren't familiar, make sure you go to my website and take your dosha quiz so that you can understand this very, very powerful science. But anyway, Vasant Lad says vatas are weak, and uh, they're probably going to die early. <laughs> Well, thank you. Thank you, Dr. Lod, for that beautiful pronouncement. Awesome. Um, oh, by the way, I'm super vata. And it's like, oh, that's why I'm allowed to talk about how we're all going to die early um, because I'm one of them, right? Like, okay, awesome. He's like, yep, they're weak. Yep, going to die. Yeah, just going to fade away to nothing. Um, so, okay, with that pronouncement, right? Like, am I going to throw my hands in the air and go, okay, that's it? See ya. Like, it was very nice. I've really enjoyed doing this podcast with you all. I've really enjoyed teaching you some yoga. Um, Sean, I love you dearly. But I guess that's it for me. <laughs> right? Like, uh, hold on a second. Am I going to play by those rules? Um, and no. 
Instead, right, there's an opportunity to honor the terrain. So frankly, when I kind of learned this about Vata, some of the weakness or, or another way of putting it is the fact that they don't have the best stamina. They're not like going to be the best marathon runners because their bodies will get like injured a little bit early. They don't have like a lot of that, that really strong stamina that you see in, in kaphas and in some pittas. Um, in fact, I was really glad to know this because instead of being like, the, the story I was telling myself was, oh my God, Sam, you're so weak. Like, why can't you get it together and run five miles? Like, so many other people are doing it in this world. Like, what's your problem? Right? That was a story I was telling myself. And when, when I understood Ayurveda, I was able to say like, oh, yeah, my like skinny little bird bones don't really feel good when I do that. Like, I love my yoga practice. I love, um, I love moving my body, but high impact isn't the thing that's going to make me feel best. I think it's actually, and I'm putting this together now, why I've gravitated towards spinning. And I love my spin bike because there's so much less impact, right? So I can still get my heart rate up and I can still move, but I don't bounce, 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 pound, 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 which my bones just don't like. So now that we've discussed all of my ways that I'd like to exercise, the point is, is there's a beauty in saying, oh, I'm going to honor this terrain, just in the same way as you can't um, say, no, I don't want it to rain. I'm not going to bring an umbrella. No, you're going to bring an umbrella, right? Like you have to honor what's actually happening around you, but then you get to choose how you move in your world, right? So I honor, okay, I'm going to bring an umbrella and I'm also going to like listen to my like super happy pop music on the way to work. And it's going to feel really good. And I'm going to be super excited. I'm going to wear bright pink. And you know what? I'm going to actually buy bright pink rain boots and like a super sparkly umbrella because every time it rains and I get to get out my sparkles and my pink and it's going to feel so good, right? Like that is creating your own rules. That is taking control and taking agency, being impacted, but not at the mercy of, oh, so this is Ayurveda, right? This is Ayurveda of saying we have a terrain, whether it's, again, our own body's preferences and, and our strengths and weaknesses, or if it's the terrain of the world around us and knowing this terrain, what are you going to do to balance? Because it's going to have to come from you, right? The other piece of this we have to remember is my routine isn't going to be your routine. Your routine is not going to be my routine. We can both be 100% perfectly in balance and happy and, and joyful and thriving and do completely different things, right? What thriving looks like is going to be very different. And that's okay. And that's wonderful. We are all dealing with our own terrain, our own set of circumstances. We get to create, what do you think? Our own rules. We are creating our own rules of what is balance and joy and peace and all of that in our body. And that's why it feels so cool because we are bringing back that agency and saying, I'm not going to follow what the magazine said that I have to do in order to be happy. I'm going to follow what makes sense in my body, given my terrain, given my circumstances. So wonderful and so, so neat. So here's that reminder. 
to create your own rules. And maybe you ask yourself, whether it's in your workouts, in your relationships, in your work, your life in general, where have you kind of set up the rules to fail? Right? Where are you willingly saying, oh, I lost the game. <laughs> right? Is there another way? Could you choose to win? Right? Could something be a reverse indicator that something is not wrong, but that something is right? And are you honoring your own terrain? Or are you trying to ram your head against a wall? No, I'm going to run a marathon just because that's what I should do. Because that's what healthy looks like. It's hard. I'm going to promise you literally an hour and a half ago, I was on my spin bike. I was like, you know, maybe I could get into running. I think I could be a good runner. I like really believe in myself. <laughs> you know, but like, sure, I'm sure. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I could. Or maybe the pounding isn't right for my body. And the bouncing isn't right for my body. And I should be and stick to the ways to move because I'm still going to get amazing benefits. I don't have to. We don't have to run in order to be a healthy person, right? Like there's many other options. So I don't lose just because I don't run. I'm winning because I work out on my bike every day, because I do my yoga every day, right? Like I, because I walk my 10,000 steps every day. Those are my winnings. I get to choose how I win. So do you. So open yourself to possibility, open yourself to options, and again, notice where are you playing by someone else's rules? And is, is that true? Remember, you can honor the terrain and then still choose to win. Whew, I liked this one. I'd love to hear what your thoughts are. You can always send me a message over on Instagram. I'm at Be Happy Healthy Human. And actually, don't send me a message on Instagram because I'm really thinking about doing a 30 day social media detox. Get it out of my brain. If you haven't read Digital Minimalism yet, I highly recommend it. Um, so instead, send me an email. I'm Sam at BeHappyHealthyHuman.com. Okay, friends, have a wonderful day. Enjoy playing by your own rules because you can. Much love. Namaste, friends.